0: COVID-19 has brought to light a lot of issues with our country, but the one that is still not talked about enough is the prejudice in our healthcare system. This pandemic has shown time and time again how the system favors white people. I've talked to three women to help me explain this issue and hopefully open people's eyes
1: to the truth about our healthcare system.
0: My name's Bailey Ambergie. I graduated from the University of Louisville this May with a degree in global politics and a minor in criminal justice.
1: Uh, this is Laurie Andress. I am an assistant professor of public health at West Virginia University School of Public Health.
2: My name is Danielle King. I am the Director of Equity and Inclusion at Hazard Community Technical College.
0: As far as healthcare in particular goes, um uh, there are a lot of disparities faced by black folks. Um, and I think people in Appalachia especially should be understanding of this considering the health disparities that we face in rural areas. Um, it's similar for black neighborhoods in the middle of the city. I mean, there are no hospitals nearby. There um, are very few clinics. Um, often black folks are not granted the same types of jobs with the same type of insurance coverage. Um, because of employment discrimination, we see high rates of mortality for Black women giving birth, for Black people in general, uh, because of disparities within communities. And often pain is not seen as real for Black people. And medical folks are often taught that Black people don't feel pain the same way. And and it's a symptom of slavery because, of course, when White people were trying to ignore the fact that black people were humans. It made them feel better to think, oh, black folks don't experience pain in the same way because they're mules. Well, that's completely, obviously false. And unfortunately, it has translated through the medical system today and is, in fact, even taught in medical schools today.
1: How does racism operate on our bodies? What does that do to people who live under a system that constantly threatens them with racism? high levels of stress and anxiety, chronic stress and anxiety, that turns up certain levels of hormones in the body. In the case of Black people in the United States, it's not just daily threats or feelings of racism, exclusion, but your parents felt that way, your grandparents felt that way, your great-great-parents felt that way. And we now know that those experiences get passed down through the body at the cellular level. We have studies that show that African-Americans' bodies never lower those levels of stress hormones. When those stress hormones are constantly going through your body day after day, year after year, African-Americans are thought to have weaker bodies. Our bodies are just more susceptible to disease, to stress emotional
0: distress black women and femmes and birth givers are often more likely to die um, during the process of giving birth they're more likely to not receive the same type of care during their pregnancy that would help um, to keep the baby healthy and themselves you know that's why so many black women turn to doulas and home births and things like that because it is literally unsafe for so many of us to be in hospitals I have definitely seen racial prejudice throughout COVID-19 particularly when it comes to the enforcement of mask wearing, when it comes to you know what what parties and things are being broken up and obviously there's going to be a disparity in treatment and testing as well because uh treatment and testing happens where at hospitals and where are hospitals not in black neighborhoods so um that's also a huge issue. I've
1: seen the reports about African Americans turning up in places seeking either testing or treatment, and they've been turned away or a home. I've seen those reports that indicate that African Americans have done this in such high numbers and been turned away that we now see the, the results of that. African Americans are more likely to have the virus. Um, when they have the virus, they're more likely to be sicker and they're more likely to die. Most of the people who
2: have died are black and brown because of how many comorbidities they have. And so I think that in terms of that population, the scales are are weighted heavier on their end. African-Americans are 2.5 times likely to actually acquire the virus. And then when you look at their access to health care or their symptoms that they may be experiencing, um, they're less likely to be heard. And now since COVID has permeated domestic and internationally, um, I think that there are some inherent issues there. Uh, health care has changed as we know it. Um, But those who are marginalized and that did not have access or had poor access or were non-existent, um, it's
0: it's a bit harsh for them. And how can white people use their privilege to help? Now, speaking out is obviously a huge thing, educating yourself and all of that. But another thing that I think white people don't realize that they can do that is so helpful is donate your money to hospitals, to to, to creating testing sites in Black neighborhoods. Do that yourself if you see that it's needed. Donate your money to organizers who are working on this firsthand. Um, Donate your money to to reparations, to Black folks in general who you see struggling, who you see suffering, especially um, Black queer folks, Black trans folks, women and femmes. If donation is not an option for you, spread the word. Tell people that may not know. Have these conversations with those who are unaware. Everything helps, no matter how little. We cannot dismantle the prejudice in healthcare overnight, but we can't give up.